Welcome everybody to the Fun House podcast for May 11th, 2021. Uh, that's when we're recording this. So obviously, especially considering the stuff we're going to be talking about today, things may have changed extremely dramatically before then. So uh, if you're listening to this in the year uh, 3,422, don't come after us for having inaccurate takes on where Doge is at. All right, please. Mm. Um, I'd like to introduce uh, my guest this week. Super to have, super happy to have these people on board. Let's go ahead and uh, start with Lindsay Washburn. Hi, I'm here. Hi, what's Lindsay. Where, what's with all those boxes back there? Nothing. Uh, right, I don't keep okay. anything special right. in there. It's fine. Okay. All right. Uh, next up, we have Justin and Jelmo. Howdy. <laughs> what's up, man? How's it going? Very well. Thanks for having me. Justin, You're... what's up with that couch? You have like a couch there. Don't <laughs> mention it. I just put special things in it. Too many pillows. <laughs> Never. No, not enough pillows. Never. <laughs> um, and uh, speaking of too many pillows... Uh, last but not least, I didn't realize that this is going to be your first time in the remote uh, Funhouse podcast, but I'm excited yeah. to have you here, John Holland. Hey, appreciate you having me here for the first time and then watch uh, the next time be back in the office or something like that. But I love being here in my room. Yeah. Yeah. Look at you in your room. You got, is that a <laughs> I Peloton? I being here in my room. Uh, it is. I'm in the cult now. I'm nice. pretentious. They, there wasn't it the treadmills that they uh, came out Oh, it was out killing there. everybody. Yeah, one person got sucked underneath a treadmill and they were like, geez, we should, probably should have made that now. Because literally every single other treadmill on the planet has a guard that mm-hmm. is supposed to prevent, because when the track goes underneath, it's very mm-hmm. strong and it could pull things in. And But uh, Peloton was like, nah, guards are not yeah. cool. I, I, was, I was on the They're Reddit for Peloton cool. for like the last, like last month and there was so mm-hmm. much denial about the treadmills killing people and like oh, specifically really? kids. Good. And then like was it was like last week and they're just like, so by the way, we've got yeah. a problem with the treadmills. <laughs> we've acknowledged yeah. it, but it was all denial on the on the Reddit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's kind of like CrossFit where sometimes you get the fitness is weird because it's like easier to cultify people. I think because you need to get yourself over like a mental hurdle to be like, this uh, is what I'm going to do every single day. You know? Oh, and I got to get yeah. so hype about it. So yeah. I'm going to yeah. talk to other people who are hype about it. You know, yeah. CrossFit is expensive. A real so you want to justify you're like my three thousand dollar equipment won't kill my children. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then you just replace your child with the equipment. But yeah. then there's like a scenario where you're like looking at it spinning, like it's not, it's on for no reason. And you're looking at your child playing nearby and you're like, do I step in? It would cause all of this doubt. It's like someone doubting their religion or whatever. Um, well, we're going to be talking about a bunch of things today. Um, a little preview. We're going to talk a little bit about where Doge is, the state of Doge, which Please. I love because it legitimizes <laughs> it. Um, we're going to talk about hot dads. That was the topic that I saw uh, on the list, and I said, yep, that's something we want to talk about. We're also going to talk about where Apple Apple is uh, taking its most recent lawsuits with Epic Games. Um, But first, let's jump in to Doge. Is anyone here? You don't have to tell me if you're invested in in Doge. Um, I'm not. No? Okay. All right. Well, I'm a stock market guy. (laughs) Stock market guy? You are? I don't mess with crypto. Mm -hmm. Okay. No. You have Doge, Sean? No, no. I mean, like, he's a stock market guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, real. Not well, that you know, I'm, I'm kidding. So, okay. so all right, all right. everyone I should take. I thought it was take... called doggy coin, by the way. You thought it was doggy? Oh, right. I thought it was doggy coin. Yeah. So a bunch of people. That's oh. another thing. I guess a bunch of people recently found out that it's Doge, and unless I'm crazy, right? It's Doge. 
It's Doge. Yeah, because yeah, the meme is the Doge meme, right? Soft like, G. Yeah, because he's a Long cute o. little guy. Um, but I guess there are a lot of people found out recently. Um, also, take this discussion for a grain of with a grain of salt because obviously we all just admitted that we are not crypto people. There are people who are crypto people who know way more about this and can give a much more technical, insightful opinion. But now we've creeped into this is no longer something in the deep recesses of the internet. It is out there, and that's because it was SNL had Elon Musk as host, and he is the godfather of Dogecoin. Um, which just a little quick thing about Elon Musk for everyone to remember. Yeah. Oh, wow. Is that real? Is that graph real? I guess that you could do that with almost any stock that goes up, but still put the dog on it, put the doge on it. That's funny to know that you can predict, uh, that it's going to go up twice. So that way it can make doge ears. Um, Elon Musk is a, he's essentially the real life Loki from the Marvel cinematic universe. He just messes with things and he tampers with things and so he in the past has tweeted his support for doge which has driven up the price of it which to be clear i think it was it started as as a joke doge began meme currency it was a meme currency as stuff like bitcoin and ethereum were gaining ground and had actual value um in the crypto markets Doge was this joke thing that people would gift to each other and like, oh, we also have crypto too. It's Doge or whatever. <laughs> that being said, we live in an era where jokes become the actual real thing. Uh, yeah. Body McBoatface, yeah. 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 Every, mm-hmm. That always happens. You know, remember when you started saying YOLO as a joke and then you said it sincerely like that one time and then you're like, fuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, that's, that's where so we that's are weird. with Doge. It, uh, over the last year, the coin has seen a 20,000% increase in value, hitting a high of 71 cents per doge as of last Sunday. Um, what does that mean? It doesn't mean anything to me. How well, is I mean, it, so, so it 71 cents? Go if you got it at the fractional, say mm-hmm. you, you bought like 10,000, when is that its lowest fractional point, which will be like, mm-hmm. be like what, still 10 cents it, worth of doge? And yeah. now you're almost at a dollar. You're close to a dollar per Doge you you own. Now you're you're. you're so you uh, paid you paid you paid a dime for yeah. ten thousand Doge, and now one Doge is worth seventy one cents. So ten thousand yeah, times seventy one is a huge 100%. profit. Huge yes. profit. It's yes. a big profit. Percent. Yeah. Um, so now do you so, have seven dollars? Or you have got a lot of Doge. No, you'd have a lot more than that. You'd have, have seventy thousand, right? Something yeah. like ten thousand seven hundred. Yeah, you'd may you'd have spent. Okay, I get it. I get it. Yeah, you spent a dime and you've made yeah seven hundred dollars. You're right. You're right, Lindsay. You're good. Um, <laughs> but it's also it's also wildly unpredictable. Like, and this goes for the stock market as well. Anything that kind of like skyrockets up, you have there's a things have to be attributed actual value. You have to determine especially when you're dealing with currency what it's actually worth and this happens with stocks too where a, a stock will skyrocket because of some sort of pop like positive headline or mm-hmm. whatever but then ultimately the market goes but is it actually worth this in a lot of cases and then it it, it corrects itself um mm-hmm. because doge is fueled by like memery and m- maybe a more fun loving less financial thing there are people who right. are making there i think there is yeah. a doge millionaire out there or there was yeah. um 
you can have a situation where Elon Musk goes on SNL, the SNL sucks, and then the Doge drops, what was it, like 43%? It, it dropped 43% like Yeah, which if that were like our stock market, would like send people out of the highest, the highest window they could find <laughs> in, in like the 1920s or whatever, so. So it dropped because that episode of SNL sucked or because he mentioned it? There's there's a couple reasons. Um, he has been an advocate for Doge, even though it means nothing yeah. to him. Like it's it's like yeah. me saying I'm an advocate for the ant that crawls across like my kitchen floor or whatever. Like go ant go. It means nothing to me. Um, and he has wealth far outside of Doge that it doesn't matter to him. But he because he spends too much time online, uh, he's been. Uh, associated with it and his wealth has been associated with it too people thought that there would be some sort of maybe announcement something to coincide maybe he was going to do some sort of catalyst i think the term is a catalyst yeah um for he would say something that would show the inherent value of this thing which would then cause it to really push even further up to maybe a dollar maybe doge one doge is worth more than a dollar who knows um and it didn't not only did it not happen, but he like almost mockingly joked about it on the show. Um, yeah. And then, did and you watch I, it? I saw clips from it. I saw clips. I couldn't. Nobody I couldn't. watched the full thing. I've, I, I, I do watch full episodes. Twitter is I fed me. Yeah. I, I do watch full episodes. Full episode. of, I'm do sorry. Do you watch I'm SNL sorry. regularly? <laughs> yes, I watch it uh, regularly. Yeah. I usually sit there like. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I feel so like, I. you know, whatever. But but I definitely watched this one because I was like, okay, well, I have, I'm seeing memes on Twitter of mm-hmm. Wario, of Elon Musk as Wario, yeah. and I had to watch it. So, yeah, I did watch it. Yeah, the whole thing. So, yeah, like his mom was involved and he... Yeah. Well, he liked- all the moms were there. It wasn't just Elon Musk's mom. Because of Mother's Day. It was a yeah. Mother's Day thing. Is right. she lovely? Um, oh, so said, uh, she looks like a super villain. Oh yeah, because she's got like like yeah. tall white hair, right? She yeah. Cool. Oh, okay. Um, is, do you think though that Elon Musk is in is manipulating it because he has like him investing in Doge and announcing it would in would then increase the value of it, and so he knows that he has this like sway. Like, isn't can he just use it for like personal his own personal? I, I don't gain? think I don't think that there's anything that doge could do that would change mm. the status of his wealth to any significant degree i think it make his I friends think. rich that's about it like yeah that's I guess what i so, like, could get people because like rich. his support of it he could be like hey everyone watch this joke do you want to make a million dollars like it's just like a cocktail party joke and so he would buy a bunch of doge then just tweet that he did and then the value of doge goes up we we Be- talked before this podcast began about some of the terrible movies I've been watching recently, just just for <laughs> yes, comfort and yes, com- for fun. We don't have to get into it, but um, one of the other movies I watched recently was Rat Race, and <laughs> Rat Race begins with a casino owner and a bunch of very wealthy people making a, a, a just a silly bet about who can drive you know like f- eight hundred miles or something through the desert f- first. And then while that is transpiring, they always cut back to those wealthy people and they're all playing all kinds of other silly games. Like they hire a prostitute Mm -hmm. and they get like some poor guy to like embarrass himself and then they bet on who 
whether or not she would go through with it or whatever. That's what Elon Musk is. This is a game. I think this is a game. <laughs> I, I, I don't think that this would change his wealth. Because again, some people have made money on Doge, but the amount that you would have to make to make a dent in his wealth is is just is it would just be mind boggling. I could see yeah. him doing it because people have accused him for doing that in the stock market. Like I, I, mm-hmm. I have Tesla stock and at one point it was really, really high. And then one day he just decides to tweet, I think it's mm-hmm. too high and this shit just tanks. It's like yeah. why would you the person who gets rich from us pumping the price up say that? And so when you say he's manipulating for a Dogecoin, I'm like I think that's like legit. Like he just wakes up and says, "How can I fuck with people today?" Yeah, I don't think it's to in, in, inher- like enhance his wealth. He has so much wealth in so many so many things that I don't think he could. He's almost untouchable. True, he's just. It playing. wouldn't be wealth more. He is like I feel like so much of him is is image. So and like being cool or hip. So like in mm-hmm. a way. Well. Yeah. So okay, I don't know, do we have that guys... image of him as Wario that we can throw up while you're talking about being cool? Yeah. I didn't um, know. You guys may have already all known this, but I didn't know. And when I was watching it, he says it in his monologue that he is the first person to host who has Asperger's. He's and not. he like says something about the first mm-hmm. person who admitted it or something. He made that uh, joke okay. or whatever. But mm-hmm. I also just didn't know that he had Asperger's. Like mm-hmm. I didn't know that was like a huge I, thing about him. I, is I, it? I could it's it's I don't think he's ever really talked about it. so when I saw him on Joe Rogan's podcast, I was that was the first time I actually ever heard him speak. I've only ever <laughs> seen him is. like <laughs> doing social media tweets. And so I was like Huh, something's a little yeah like, that's what i said i've never the guy's a genius but speak. something's a little different about him and it, i did found mm-hmm. that in the back of my head of like if it came out that he had some type of um somewhere on the spectrum i would absolutely mm-hmm. like be like okay yeah yeah so i guess it yeah. kind of confirmed yeah. what i was already suspicious of because i'd never yeah. heard him speak before he speaks mm-hmm. very yeah. s- very slowly yeah and yeah. meticulously yes um, i didn't know people didn't yes. like him that much before until like these last few years i always thought he was just like a really smart dude who just built shit like iron man in his basement but like i would always see people like oh fuck elon musk and all this other stuff and i was like why what, is, what did the guy do and now i'm kind of like i guess as i see more and more of him i'm like oh i guess i could see why he might bother you but i still don't understand like all the real hate or is he not a hated person or just a misunderstood person he i mean he I stokes a- the flames of of things for sure and i think he's like like a supreme capitalist so mm. you know if if you're he there's there's been a lot of discussion especially because like you know around the pandemic he was he was very lax on on several things and not necessarily i don't think he ever was like a covid denier but was more like let's get back to work when people were still dying in sure, mass. Yeah. um mm. and and i think i think there's been a lot of stuff related to you know how people are expected to work and the amount people are expected to work um in his companies so yeah i don't care i don't really care for him i don't really give him much thought but yeah i just i've only i like from what i've seen because he is so publicized he just kind of yeah he always kind of like those actions like Mm -hmm. forcing people to come into work and like firing them if they didn't during the pandemic and so like Mm -hmm. there was like stuff i was reading about that but and like his whole Twitter rant when those kids were stuck in a cave. It just kind of seemed oh, like yeah, he yeah. was taking attention onto himself. Like he just, yeah, he just kind of. I don't really have sympathy for like capitalist billionaires, but mm-hmm. I also don't pay much. I'm not gonna like mm-hmm. go around hating on someone that mm-hmm. a I don't know. But like yeah. from what I've seen, it, he didn't seem that. Uh, it's 
I didn't really yeah. care for what I saw of it, but it's it, interesting. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, John. Oh, I was going to ask a question, and I guess correct me if I'm wrong. I'm actually asking this in all seriousness. Like, isn't that part of, of being on the spectrum is like kind of missing social cues and things like that? Mm -hmm. And I, I like, I don't. Could it be that? I don't know. Is it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that could for play sure, a part for in it sure. for yeah. sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, I think <laughs> I don't. I don't know him personally, but I'm sure if you spoke to Jeff Bezos or Bill Gates, they would also be pretty awkward, <laughs> too. I just for whatever reason, Elon Musk really likes the idea of having a megaphone down to the rest mm. of us, you know, like and yes. I think you know, I, could, I don't yeah. know. Honestly, I don't know what's scarier for me, because like, you know, we're talking Elon Musk could be like, oh, this is like I mean, being on SNL is just because he wants to do it and he doesn't need to do it. Like it's not furthering his career. He just wants to do right. it. He doesn't need to be on Twitter at all. He just wants to. He's doing mm. all these things because he wants to and I think he doesn't sleep. So like you have to fill your <laughs> hours. You have to fill your hours with something. Um but I don't know if that is scarier like the fact that Elon Elon Musk could tweet something out that could theoretically yeah, there he is. We see him <laughs> in full Wario gear living out his dreams. Um and I don't know if that is scarier the fact that he could manipulate the lives so easily of of everyone else or Jeff Bezos hidden away in his half a billion dollar yacht like mm -hmm. which has yachts to carry the yacht or whatever like mm -hmm. and and you never really hear from him that much like it's like what's what's he working on what's what mm -hmm. manipulations cuz he's manipulating shit too yeah. i guarantee you yeah. and like but we just oh, don't definitely. he just doesn't tweet about it and it's like what the fuck is he up to over there mhm mm did, you, did you, this is one thing i was reading recently which is that yeah jeff bezos has a uh, 500 million dollar yacht and uh someone did the math on his current wealth and it would be like if if a household that and a household was like had seventy five thousand dollars a year, like annual household. It'd be like the same equivalent purchase of them that household spending three hundred something dollars on something. Like, should we buy this three hundred dollar chair? Yeah. Is the same is the same way he thought about a half a billion uh, dollar whether boat. or not <laughs> yeah. he should get a half a billion dollar boat that also has other boats that have to go with the boat because apparently the boat needs support for its boating. Oh jeez! It looks like a big boat. It's a big old boat, and then you think. And I have I, I I had a wonderful experience one time where I hung out with a friend on a boat. He it was for Comic Con, and he uh, the Airbnbs were all booked up, and he found out that there's this Airbnb boat thing. Yeah, where you can yeah. go stay on boats, right? <laughs> and so he stayed on the boat, and the only catch was that the people who own the boat also have to stay as well because like they don't trust you <laughs> um, oh right and they stayed out of our way except when we were hanging out with them but uh one of the things we were like we were like oh what you know why don't you go in here oh no we don't take this boat anywhere oh but you have a boat they're like no 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 if we wanted to they're like if we wanted to like take this boat anywhere else it would cost us like fifty thousand dollars in gas just so, and it wasn't like yeah. a huge boat. Like I think it like had like three bedrooms or whatever, which I guess yeah. is a big boat. But like, it wasn't. It wasn't like you got on. And you're like, oh my god, this is incredible. It was just like it had a little patio area, and then you went down below, and it had three small bedrooms, and that mm -hmm. was it. 
Um, this is a floating yeah, house. It's, it's not a why that, that yacht in GTA is always there and never goes anywhere. Yeah, yeah. It never goes anywhere. Same it's, as the GTA. Bo- it's the boat there. version of like a Rolex. Like, I don't set the time. If I set yeah, the time, yeah. it just, it's what? No, you just let it sit there and do nothing. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's crazy. I've had friends who said they want to buy boats, and I'm like, but are you boating it yourself or are you like who are your friends else? <laughs> i mean no, no, no. i get i have friends that say they want to like, buy all kinds of things of it. yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. They dream. <laughs> oh. i don't know yeah. those type of people yeah you guys I mean, should I all watch that i did oh, meet sorry. one billionaire and they do feel it's a weird energy being around them like like i don't know you know why. a billionaire i know one billionaire he essentially invented like the shit silent the, what, velcro what, what, <laughs> teeth he invented teeth uh no it's like whatever you, whenever you put your pin number into something it's like that, <laughs> like he created, okay. you know, like create like that, like like, an, ex- like an encryption or something. Like I, I, I still to this day can't explain really what it is, but he he had invested in an esports team, so like we met him when I was working okay. for uh, for that team, and I, it was just like it's weird because I knew he had just like a thirty dollars shirt on, but it felt mm-hmm. like a three thousand dollars shirt. Like I felt like I couldn't touch him at all. That's interesting. Yeah, it's <laughs> we it's a weird energy around them. Yeah. yeah, all that money for just deciding to put the zero down at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just gonna say that you guys should watch that episode of SNL, just so okay. you can say that you watched it. That's I saw some. Right. Of I mean, it I do was watch. Brutal. Yeah, SNL I do was watch already SNL. hard to watch. This yeah. was like double hard. Weekend updates funny. Michael Che's. Yeah, yeah I like Michael. Che. I like Michael Che. That's the best. Um, but uh, all right. Well, I, it's it's clear we know nothing about the world of the rich. <laughs> Here we are looking at them in their high castles and screaming, why can't we get on your boat? Why, Doge, why? why? Yeah, there he is. Why is this image flipped? <laughs> why is it Um, But we have some other things that I want to talk about as well, um, not related at all to Elon Musk, unless you consider him a hot daddy. I guess, would anyone consider Elon Musk a hot daddy? I mean, is he a, he's a daddy um, now? Is he a parent? Oh, he's a parent? Oh, yeah, he is a dad. He has yeah, like 12 children. Like that equation or whatever. No, he has like but 12 kids. He sleeps on his factory oh, floor. Kids. When does he have time to he be had, a No, he has like a, an exorbitant amount of children. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> he had that one recent kid. Well, maybe yeah. he's not a hot daddy, but he's definitely no. a daddy. He's no, um, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I feel like this has always been a thing you know, hot cartoon characters, you know, whether it's hot moms, hot dads or whatever. But mm-hmm. now there's actually conversation going around that hot dads, the dads in cartoons are just too hot. They're just too hot. Hmm. And and this this came from... Uh, <laughs> like distractingly a, a, hot? <laughs> shockingly, this came from a man, New York Times columnist Kyle Buchanan, who fell in love with the main character's dad, Chief Benja, uh, from Raya and the Last Dragon. Um, and I don't know if we have a photo of, I mean, it's- I'm looking at it. It's a hot dude. I, I would say arguably though, this movie is is just incredibly attractive all around. Um, but uh, yeah, so there he oh, is. Yeah. There's some, Chief Benja. That's some Disney Dilf action right there. Yeah. Um, but now we're saying like too hot is is the thing, and I don't no. know. We grew up though. We grew up with like Jessica Rabbit and like what was the other? And so the, and the and the and the sexual the uh, what was yeah. the one from Space yeah, Jam? King right? Triton. King, King Triton oh, yeah. is is often considered the sexiest Disney dad. Yeah, I, I mean, he's is. definitely older. I, I'd love to get some of our opinions. His his chest is his weird. Chest is weird. Yeah. He's his pectorals, but I mean, he's older. Um, 
He does too many yeah. weighted ab exercises. That's why. That's what's wrong with it. They say if you do too much weights on your abs, it like pokes out. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a real thing, but it's what it looks like when I look at that picture. I think um, it's Disney capitalizing because for the longest time there's the it was even before Instagram. I think it started on uh, what's the what's the blog? It was Disneyland Dilfs was uh, a blog that just recorded all the hot dads at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. And so I think Disney realized that there's there was this endless <laughs> thirst for dads and they've now are incorporating that into their films. Gotcha. Is this the, is this the body you want, James, though? Uh, I mean, he's built. He's built for sure. He may be bulkier than I'd, I could think I could ever get. He's 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 definitely got major yeah. power lifter energy. He's a merman, so, you know. Yeah. You'd think he'd be slender because he's, I mean, I guess he has broad shoulders so you can pierce through the water, but you would think you'd want like a fish type shape. Um, yeah. uh, this this article, one of the things this article says, though, is that, you know, King Triton, personality wise, was not much to worry. He's kind of a bully. Yeah, he's, he's angry. Hot, he's hot tempered. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't, he does like he has a bunch of kids and it's not clear that he gives any of them enough time or attention mm-hmm. um, that they deserve. Yeah, um, so he learns a this, hard lesson for sure. Yeah, this columnist focused a lot on the fact that these new hot dads—they're—they're they're humble, hot, often rumpled and lived in. Like you searched for a nice-looking ex on Facebook and found that he's got a wife, kids, and that certain something something, which is a weird, really weird. This this sounds like they should have spoken to their therapist as opposed to writing yeah. an article about this. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, it sounds pa- like I don't know something. all what they're referring <laughs> the to here. Hot dad complex. They were uh, on yeah. rule thirty four and decided, oh shit, I got to work. Yeah. Still. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Um, the other examples that were given were uh, the dad from Onward, which is such a weird example. Wilden Lightfoot, which is it's such like a skinny ex- Seth Rogen. Yeah, that's a, yeah. That, that's they, they that say he looks like John Krasinski, him? and that's probably more because he has like the one eyebrow raised kind of thing. But it's weird because the whole movie is just the legs of that dad. So like, that's yeah. Weird. I was like, wait a second. Yeah, yes. looking at. And then the other example they gave is the dad from Inside Out, which is really weird because oh. he seems. Oh, you know Burnt what? Out. It's the face shape with like kind of that strong angular jaw and like a mustache I, with scruff, and yeah, that's all like that this is. This guy just Adam has a tight. I'll break it down for you. Nice yeah. eyebrows too. Okay, yes, that's a hot dad. Okay, so you right, think Lizzie, Bill Anderson's a hot dad? Dilf confirmed. Dilf confirmed. Even the, with the mustache there. Are we? Are oh yeah. Mustaches like that back in because that feels like a very like. They're very hipster uh, vibes. Okay. That's what the okay. that mustache with scruff is very like yeah. hip. You know that mustache is just full of craft beer. <laughs> I've never watched this though and been like, "Oh, he's hot." But now that I'm like just looking at a Google page full of his images, I'm like, "That's that's a hot well, dad." Are that there Raya other... dad was hot. Oh yeah, Raya dad is definitely too. hot. Yeah, yeah, he was like extra. They're like they're flexing the dilfness. I mean, well, there's uh, also over the moon. Over the moon has hmm. another hot dad. Is American Dad a hot dad? I mean, he's got the physique. He's he's a little. I mean, if we're talking personality, he's a little. Uh, yeah. A little bit of a right winger for me. Uh, oh, yeah, he's okay, like your boom. <laughs> he's like your boomer <laughs> yeah, dad. He's not the yeah, new generation of hot dad. What about he's Hank like the, Hill? Is Hank Hill a hot dad? No. Lindsay, anyone here? No, because he's mm-hmm. he's um he's a he's a too rigid. 
Like he's, oh, yeah. he operates he's in a box a, and yeah. will never get outside of that. And if it doesn't, yeah. oh, Bob, like it's, it's panics. I think I think Bobby could grow up to be a hot dad because Bobby is has a much more open and uh, progressive view of the world, willing to learn yeah. and try new mm-hmm. things and experience new things. Um, and old Bobby's yeah. probably shredded, like like oh yeah, adult because he's, he's he's got the child the child weight, but I think he would probably yeah. you know. He'll pick up like gymnastics or or parkour yeah. or something when he's in his Once teens. Once he gets Taekwondo. out of Texas, he'll be good. Once he gets out of Texas, oh, yeah? he'll get that California avocado diet. And he'll just lose mm-hmm. all those pounds. You know, it'll be good. <laughs> yeah. Lindsay, are are you googling hot? Oh God, what is that? <laughs> oh my God, there's a that is disgusting. Sexy Hank Hill. <laughs> that nipples. is a yeah, a big old shredded. I just was looking up cartoon dads, just like to look at all the different cartoon dads, right, and like the f- ones that are yeah, like comedy based. Do you see the one I put in Discord? Is uh, Charles Finster? Excuse me, do you guys remember any. Charles Finster? Oh yeah, Kay. Chucky's dad. Oh, yeah, Chucky's dad. dad. Chucky. Mm-hmm. Chucky Finster's dad. Uh, there's a. Uh, Let's see, Mufasa on here and oh, yeah. Marlon. Is that Nemo's dad? Marlon. So I <laughs> that's think that's a, a that's a different category, though. I feel like what we're talking it's about. It's just on the sonified yeah. image of cartoon dads. Hey, a handsome yeah. lion. She's got well, what about there. like uh, Mr. Incredible? Mr. Incredible's he's he's built, but he's his not his weird shape prevents yeah, him from actually eating food um, mm. because I think his he has a underbite that extends beyond his nose and i think someone did the math and said in real life he'd never be able to actually feed himself um eat through a straw yeah but anything any other dad hot dads come to mind uh i can't off the top of my head i mean i'm glad that there's hot dads out there because for a long time it was just hot moms uh yeah lowe's griffin is still fine so it's good that you know there's people out there matching that energy well i'll say culturally go go ahead justin I was gonna say, yeah, I really do think that Disney is capitalizing on the on the Dilf because I also watched recently with my with my niece the Godmothered on Disney Plus. Now it's live action uh, mm. with like Isla Fisher, uh, Isla Fisher, and uh, but uh, the the love interest is a, a hot dad, a Dilf, and okay. like they make it very clear nice. that he's a dad, but also a Dilf, also sexy. I- I think it's it's a good change of pace because we've seen it a lot in the past where the setup is always the, you know, um, the honeymooners sitcom setup, which is the mm-hmm. schlub and then the banging hot, the banging hot wife or mom, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you have the Flintstones and you have, you know, again, honeymooners, you have all these Simpsons, you have all these mm-hmm. things where it's like, why is she held to a different attractiveness standard than he is? And well, also and his now, personality is garbage. Yeah, and now women are a marketable demographic, mm-hmm. and we want the hot dads. We want the hot dads. Mm-hmm. So are we going to start getting more shows that have hot dads and schlubby women? That's what I'm curious about. I'm, <laughs> bring it. I'm ready yeah. to watch yeah. the schlubby women with the hot dads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I agree. done. I'm a sick of Adam Sandler and Kate Beckinsale. Or whatever ridiculous comedy. Adam Sandler and Selma Hayek. Yeah. Or Adam Sandler. (laughs) Everyone. You want some Ricky Ricardo, Lucille Ball in your life? Hell yeah. Yeah, they were a good combo. Yeah. I mean, I think they. I think they were. I think they were both pretty banging. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, we we're gonna talk. If you think of more dads, if you guys have your own dads, let us know. Um. Because we'd love to look at. We'd love to look at your dads. Look at your dads. Um, (laughs) 
but, uh, bad picks. But we're going to take a quick break um, for a couple words from our sponsors. The Funhouse Podcast is sponsored by Mint Mobile. Years and years of having fine print contracts with wireless providers has sort of conditioned us to always ask, all right, what's the catch? So when I first heard about Mint Mobile's premium wireless service for only $15 a month, my first thought was, sure, but what's the catch? The catch is that there isn't one. Um, what is Mint Mobile's secret sauce? They're the first mobile company to sell online only. No brick and mortar stores means fewer overhead costs for them and fewer mystery fees for you. All plans come with unlimited talk, text, and high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And if you're not totally satisfied, it's cool. Mint Mobile has a seven-day money-back guarantee. John Smith, uh, a friend of mine, very close friend, maybe you've heard of him. He actually switched to Mint Mobile and just couldn't, he couldn't imagine going back. He was such a big fan of the service. We would always ask him, how's your service? And he was like, it's it's better than what I had before. Um, and of course, the amount of money he was saving on his bill was ridiculous. Um, but yeah, like it is possible to find a good deal out there in the world of cellular services. Um, and Mint Mobile is offering that good deal. So to get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash dude. That's mintmobile.com slash dude. Cut your wireless bill to only 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash dude. This episode is sponsored by Stamps.com. Everyone could use a little extra time and money, am I right? And you can get both by using Stamps.com. Stamps.com lets me mail packages from my own abode, and it also gives me discounted shipping rates with USPS, UPS, and more. It is a must-have, especially whatever side hustle business that you're working on. It's going to help you if you're mailing out invoices or if you have an Etsy store and you ship orders or just juggling that hybrid work life, Stamps.com has you covered. Plus, with Stamps.com, you also get discounts of up to 40% off with the USPS and up to 66% off UPS shipping rates. I use it. I've used it to send uh, post, post to Canada. It, it makes it really easy to not have to calculate shipping rates and, and things like that, um, which you know, is, is part of the battle. So why waste time going to the post office? Go to stamps.com instead. There's no risk. And with our promo code DUDE, D-U-D-E, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. Ooh, no long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in DUDE. That's stamps.com, promo code DUDE. Stamps.com, never go to the post office again. This episode of the Funhouse podcast is also sponsored by Feels. CBD is a natural way to relieve stress, anxiety, pain, and even sleeplessness. And who couldn't use that right now? Feels is a great way to feel better. It's a premium CBD that helps you feel your best. It's hassle-free and delivered directly to your door. Just put a couple drops under your tongue and feel the difference in minutes. I've been using Feels to help me manage my sleeplessness, and it helps with my anxiety, so I'm not constantly worrying about all the little things so much. Feels even has a free CBD hotline where they can help guide you to find the perfect dose because everyone is different. The Feels customer service team is dedicated to helping you get the best use of your CBD. Start feeling better with Feels. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash dude, and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash dude. To become a member and get 50% off, automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Feels.com slash dude. Okay, we are back. Um, I have a couple more things that we're going to talk about this week. Um, what about anyone? Have anyone heard about uh, Apple 
Do you guys do you guys think Apple's a good company? <laughs> do you guys think Apple might be maybe Watch a mean something? company or or something? I, I so this is an example of when two extremely large wealthy companies aren't on the same page, which I think is like kind of more rare these days. Cause like mm-hmm. everything's been bought up. So there's only like seven companies left in the whole world. So mm-hmm. for the most part, like I think those seven companies get together in their secret council and they're like, Oh, we've determined that if we do X, Y, or Z, we don't have to compete with each other. And then we can all be extremely rich. Right. Yeah. Um, but occasionally that doesn't pan out. And, uh, there has already been a lengthy, extremely petty court case between Epic Games uh, and Apple. Uh, and uh, Apple has decided to yet again take the low road. You know, we've heard from them in the past doing a lot of lame mm-hmm. stuff about not laying, letting apps on their app store monetize in certain ways or suspending them for suspicious things. And when it boils down to it's obviously always money or like trying to strong arm them when other similar App stores don't always do that. Um, mm-hmm. Well, most recently, the uh, Cupertino company started trying to claim that Epic's most popular game, which is Fortnite, shockingly, yeah, isn't it isn't even profitable. It's not profitable. Fortnite doesn't make any money, and I can tell you that it does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty sure that's all it does. Your doo doo head. That's what I read. <laughs> Your yeah, yeah. face. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, was it? Didn't Apple didn't like it because you 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 get Fortnite, but then you they can't they can't take a percentage mm-hmm. of the sales within Fortnite. Yeah. So you just download Fortnite for free, but then yeah. when you go into the game, you just go into the Fortnite store or whatever. And I think part of this too is I think cross save is an issue, right? Like because you can play yeah. Fortnite on everything. Right. So Mm -hmm. it, why would, if you were going to be charged, like if you're playing it on Epic, they don't need to cover additional costs for Apple. So you would basically, you would always go and get your stuff in in the Epic store or whatever. So then they just made it the same and then Apple's like, Hey, wait a minute, we should be getting a cut of that. And they're like, why would we give you a cut of something that we have somewhere else? Yeah, Um, exactly. mm. Apple wants that sweet Fortnite money. Yeah. That isn't Um, profitable. Yeah, <laughs> that sweet and non-existent Fortnite. It, they want that was, Fortnite Doge coin. They want it. Yeah, they're passing Doge. Um, this this is a one-two punch from Apple in terms of like, huh, kind of claims um, because they also set their sights on the newest addition to Epic, which is Itchio. Itchio is we can we can we call it Itchio or do we have to call yeah. it Itchio? I call it. I like itch. I call it Itchio. What is Itchio? Okay. It's awesome. So it's, it's really yeah. It's like a bunch of like like little games, right? Like it's kind of like a, not necessarily. It's just I mean most of them are because it's like they're it, mostly independent games, but it's mm-hmm. a platform where you can just publish your game. Anyone can publish oh. a game or even anything mm-hmm. as, as, as all sorts of things, mostly games. But what's really cool about it is that it's was like made by independent game makers for independent game makers, and mm-hmm. you can choose like unlike a steam or an epic which take a percentage of your sales uh itch you can choose 
like you could literally give them zero percent if you wanted they just want to be as like purely for the artists as possible and then so you can choose like what percentage you want to give back to itch you can have them give to a charity or you could you know you get to choose the slider you can choose what your game costs it could be free and which i think is awesome because then at the end of the day it's like maybe there's going to be a few people that are like no i want 100 percent of the profits but because so many people are just thankful that a fair platform exists they wind up giving a percentage of their sales yeah. naturally mm-hmm. back to itch which mm-hmm. so it's it's a really cool uh it's a really cool website yeah and it's and, it, cool. and again it looks like if you look at like the front page it's like a lot of like cool retro style games like again the style yeah. doesn't indicate indicate uh complexity but it's not your typical yeah. f- storefront it, it's more like niche fun things and and mm-hmm. a, there's a lot of I mean, a t- mostly entirely independent creators and stuff that are making things for this like kind of cool storefront. So Apple decided that this really th- cool thing that I think most people view as a positive is abhorrent um, because they said that uh, they offer adult games, quote, adult games that are, quote, so offensive we cannot speak about them. <laughs> Which is They're such try- a funny thing to do when God of War came out. There's a cutscene, like a quick time event where he banged two chicks at the same time. Like, it's such a weird, a weird thing to come out and say. Um, I don't know. I mean, Justin, I don't know how much experience you've been. In. Have you found, like, I'm sure in here you can find weird stuff, but like something I mean, that would it, make you go mother of god why not that's not not really like it's you you know it's still it still has uh like you can still you know upload stuff that will probably get taken down if it has content that is you know illegal but for the most part it's just it's like one of the few places where oh, you can just yeah like uh, yeah exactly there's going to always be stuff to my any, core guys it's one of those yeah it's user created stuff so you're gonna have you know there will be some stuff that apple i'm sure could cherry pick or whatever but for the most part it's like there's it's a one of the you can find stuff there that you really can't find other places because it's so open because it's user created so there's Mm -hmm. like i don't know i think it's a good platform for artists and there's like especially for new voices and i know there's like a big amount of like the queer community uh, on there, like it's a place where, mm-hmm. you know, which they don't, th- stuff like that gets kind of censored mm-hmm. unrightfully so a lot of the times on these bigger, more corporate platforms. But here it's it's all independently kind of run and driven. So I feel like there's mm-hmm. some really, really great stuff. And like, it's, it's a shitty when the big corporations, you know, are trying to use it. Yeah. Uh, that one really pissed me off because I think Itch.io is is really really cool and like really great for independent art um because it's, it's yeah it's like an open marketplace and it's yeah kind of it's, it's also really, awesome. really yeah. weird that we're still at this point with games where we're like trying to say what like the edge the acceptable edge of art is you know like like whoa but it's a video yeah. game you can't do that it's like can you not like if you go to yeah. a, if you go to yeah. LACMA or whatever and you walk through a gallery like you're probably going to see things that push the boundaries just the same mm-hmm. um, yeah. and and honestly like on Twitter on my phone 
like I'll just be scrolling through and then it'll it'll there'll be a promoted ad or whatever for a, a mobile game that is like a tactical mobile game but the image is just like this huge I mean Cody showed us an image for cloud something earlier which, which I guess is a game um and it's like yeah like this like it's a big breasted mm. woman or whatever but at least mm-hmm. hers are covered I get served ads on Twitch or Twitter that are like 10 times worse than that like mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. my favorites are the ones where it's like she's pregnant and then there's a woman behind her with like a royal woman behind her with like a knife and you're like do you keep a secret or do you murder this pregnant woman and i'm like what yeah. is this game yeah. like it's I've a, like seen a, those kinds of ads yeah it's a match three but it's so it's funny to think that this is what they would come after it's bejeweled yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like no, none of I'm looking at the page now, like nothing on here is is pearl clutching at all. Like No, yeah. It's just I'm another just market like, all right. that they can't regulate, which they don't like. Because like Apple likes to control everything and take a cut of everything. And that's kinda mm-hmm. like how they built their empire, like with iTunes, yeah. with the with the app store and everything. So it's mm-hmm. like it's just like a double I mean, like there's the f- in game purchases of Fortnite and then there's like an entire marketplace yeah. that you literally doesn't take any money from you if you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that's what I was gonna say. Is like, I mean, I get, I guess, kind of a dick move by Epic to, um, I mean, if you agree to come on my platform, play by my rules, um, even though they're, you know, I, I understand like not trying to like redouble up on things. Like I've bought GTA like eight times. I wish I didn't have to do that. Um, as far as developers <laughs> go, but then as far as uh, Apple goes, like itch, you have nothing to do with it. It's just nothing to do with you. So like, why even speak on it? And like, what, what demographic are you trying to get <laughs> by saying unspeakable things? I Like, I, I don't know yeah. who they're trying to target because it's definitely not us, not us four here in this room. Yeah, <laughs> It's well, like the also, whole like dare thing. Like when they tell dare, like when I went to school and dare if in America, it's like where they, mm-hmm. North America is where they teach you about drugs and it like made me want to do drugs. Mm-hmm. Like, cause they're like, <laughs> like drugs do these unspeakable things. You're like, what's that mean? I want to, yeah. I want to go see that. Sounds <laughs> like a, a cool little club yeah. I want to be a part of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think some of it too is that it feels like they're trying to pivot what should be a business suit into a moral like this is they're looking for something to make themselves look like not the bad guy in the not eyes petty. of the law, yeah. right and so they're pointing at this thing but i i mean i haven't seen everyone's reaction i'm sure people will feel differently in in all kinds of different places but like i'm sure the general consensus is like this is what you've chosen to like you're you're basically telling Kevin Bacon that he's not allowed to dance in this town. Like that's where your moral standpoint is. Like we will fall into disreproach if we allow Kevin Bacon to dance or play a uh, a slightly weird game about a love story between like a wolf man and a boy. <laughs> like like I just, it's just it's just such a weird situation to get all worked up about but like you said i think it ties a lot more to um apple wanting to control things and this is this seems like this would give them and their ecosystem a heart attack yeah like, what, you let them upload anything you want to how and they don't have to give you any money i don't understand yeah, <laughs> yeah. how much money do you think a company like apple or, or any of these big companies how much money do you, th- you think they spend a year in frivolous litigation because that's why I initially read this was just like, you're just going to tie them up in courts and drain their money and see who gives oh, up yeah. first. Like, like, what do you think mm. that that budget is <laughs> for that? Because it seems insane to like, this, Probably, is, this yeah. is where you're going? 
Probably yeah, these a lot. Co- so like I don't know. It's, I'm sure Apple has it, but I know Google has it. And I had a friend that that was doing this, but like they're so their their litigation teams are so big that you can work for them like full time and get a crazy high salary and not have a law degree and just be like a paralegal or a help researcher because like it's litigation is such a massive part of what their business is Mm -hmm. that like yeah like i had a friend that no law degree but was like making really really good money working for a major tech company just helping the lawyers Mm -hmm. because yeah that's just one of their that's just how they They do it because putting people into litigation is part of it they were like josh from clueless Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> hey, I, I he get was the working, reference. He was working to eventually become a lawyer, but at the time yeah. when he and Cher were just highlighting phone calls that were before March fifth or whatever, they you know, they were just helping out. September fifth. September. Was it 3rd. September? September. September 3rd? or something. Mm, I don't know. I got to watch Clueless. I tried. Movie. You do. You do. It holds it's such up. a fun, it's an movie. excellent movie. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember seeing it a bunch when they um, when they played it a lot, like towards the latter part of the 90s, early 2000s, when it was like always on MTV, but I just, I haven't watched it since, so I've kind of forgotten 90% of the movie, which I think is great, because I get to go in with like f- almost fresh eyes again. Yeah. I just, mm-hmm. I was just thinking of the scene at the end where they're at the wedding, because every time I'm on TikTok or on Twitter and I see like a new lingo that I'm like, what is this? I feel like Paul Rudd at the end where he goes like, he says like, oh, I, I, I think I'm bugging myself. And it's like, he doesn't know what he's saying. And I'm like watching <laughs> mm-hmm. these words and I'm like, that's me. I'm Paul yeah. Rudd, the person who's like too old to be like understanding what's going on. <laughs> Which is funny when you think that he's what? Probably 20? Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> he's probably like, like his character, like Josh, is probably 20 because what? Cher's 18. Or something. No, she's not. She's sixteen. I didn't. She just I like she was, she, I know she got a driver's license, so she could get her. She took her but driver's license a, test. So she wasn't even a senior in high no, school. Yeah. They were fifteen, and then she turned sixteen. I think sometime in this like timeline of the film. She was just a she's virgin 16. who couldn't drive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that was way well, harsh, Ty. That was way hard. Uh, good movie, you know. I was, I was actually one of the movies I considered watching. I was like, "Hmm, this is too good to get onto my movie watch, my my current movie queue." Um, but that movie is fantastic. Um, well, guys, that's all the news that I have for this week to talk about. So I guess we should just wrap it up. Maybe a little early. Oh, hold on, Cody's messaging me. Something. Oh, no. <laughs> what? Oh my god. Year what? two. Welcome everybody to Mount Up for Morbius Year Two. That's right. We are in the second year of doing this. Um there is so much to cover this week that we're probably gonna go way long, maybe not, um, oh to cover goodness. in terms of Morbius news and everything related to the world of Morbius. We can't wait for this movie to come out. Uh, And speaking of this movie coming out, it has been delayed again. So I think this is number five or six. Um, Morbius has been delayed yet again. Now again, the reason why we're doing year two for Mount Up for Morbius is because it was supposed to come out last year Mm -hmm. in May, I think. 
and it yeah, was delayed. Yeah. It was delayed several times, first to the summer and then again to October until it was ultimately delayed to the following year and then kicked all the way back again one more year to uh, 2022. Um, so we decided to just follow it through to, to 2020. But but it has been delayed yet again. Never fear, though, folks. It has just been kicked back one week. Um, so now it's going to be coming out on the 28th, I believe, of January. And, uh, and, and every moment, every moment that they have is going to be just, it's going to just go straight into the film and making it better. John, how familiar are you with Morbius? I just learned how to spell it, so I'm, I think I'm pretty well versed. What Good. is it? Good. <laughs> so I'm glad you asked. Morbius is the story of Michael Morbius, a man with a debilitating uh, condition that's slowly killing him. Uh, and in his efforts to try and find a cure for this disease and help all of mankind, he has sex with a bat and becomes a living vampire. And uh, and he is a spider. He is, a, I would say, a third tier Spider-Man villain who, since Sony doesn't get to do Spider-Man stuff, has to scrape the bottom of the barrel for other things. And what they came up with was Morbius. And so he's going to get his own film. We can thank the success of the first Venom for this. It stars Jared Leto. Um, someone drilling into my, <laughs> yeah, into my wall. Yeah. They're, like, they're coming for me. <laughs> um, but that brings me to my point. This is an extension of the Venom universe. Uh, did you guys see Venom, the first Venom? I just watched it uh, the no. other day, so I'm actually familiar with it now. I'm sorry, I really thought you were describing like a, a plot for an episode of Sunny in Philadelphia, but this is like a real movie. Oh, this is real. This is very <laughs> okay. real. Okay, this is right. based on decades and decades of just, just thorough comic lore, and it's going to come all to a head in this amazing action-packed film that'll probably be mostly at night. Um, let me change my gonna, posture to listening now. Cause so, what? They're gonna stick with the bat thing. So, <laughs> they're, sticking with, they're sticking with that one. Yeah, so, so the thing is, Sony is creating their own weird Sinister Six cinematic universe. They're like, well, if we can't have Spider-Man movies because Marvel's doing them better and making way more money than we ever could, what if we have the villains? So that's why we have stuff like Venom. And so they're trying to build out this cinematic universe focused on Spider, the other things from Spider-Man's world. Um, and, uh, and so we're gonna get Morbius, who knows what we'll get after that. Um, but did you guys see the new trailer for Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage? I saw that it exists. Yeah, come yeah. on guys, come on. <laughs> No. So, so how do you guys so, have time to watch all this stuff? Yeah, James is deep in the VU, the Venom universe. So only John <laughs> has seen only John has seen Venom. You guys haven't even seen the first Venom, and none of you have seen Venom. The trailer for Venom Two: Let There Be Carnage, starring With Tom Woody, Hardy. Is Woody, Woody Harrelson? Is he Carnage? He's Carnage, of course. Oh, okay, that's pretty great. Okay, well, this might be. So, as always, to inform our audience and inform you guys about Morbius and get really hyped for this film, um, I like to play little fun games because I think that's the best way to learn. And so uh, the game this week, it actually, I mean, it would have been beneficial for all of you guys to have seen the Venom Let There Be Carnage trailer beforehand. Um, there's no way we can show it here without getting a copyright strike. But essentially, 
there have been little Easter eggs. I went through, I watched it several times, and they put some Easter eggs in the trailer that I think hint at a grander Morbius universe. So I went through the trailer several times and I started trying to dissect these these moments and see, oh, is there something and what does it mean? So um, I guess we can start, we'll start, um, can we show the first image? This is an image I pulled from the trailer. It's from the opening. And so we have Tom Hardy who plays Eddie Brock, who is making breakfast. <laughs> Um, he's uh-huh. making breakfast, but he also has Venom tentacles that are helping him make breakfast. He's clearly like overwhelmed by having his buddy Venom there. But um, but yeah, so <laughs> so so I was combing through and I was trying to find anything that I thought seemed like, oh, what does this mean? Like, is there anything in this image that we could say that, oh, maybe it hints at something else? So I don't know, John, do you see anything that stands out in this image that we think is like kind of interesting? Um, other than my, how sloppy is, uh, I mean mm-hmm. that guy standing back there. Oh weird, right, I, weirdly lit considering the lighting of the rest of the scene. I barely noticed that. It must have happened so fast. Yeah, Who so shot that. For, for Cody, listeners, can, there's a man in a robe pouring milk into a glass with a blender, and there's cereal everywhere. And in the background, there is a picture. It looks, that, well, it looks Morbius. like it looks in the background. Jared Leto is in the back of the apartment yeah, for yeah, the yeah. movie. So I so I'm wondering if maybe there's a maybe he's a roommate. Maybe Michael Morbius is like a roommate or something. It just it flashes by so quickly in the trailer yeah. that you're you're gonna barely miss it. Again, I had to go through this trailer seven or eighteen times mm. to get all of these stills. <laughs> But it's just it's when you see everything together, you're like, oh, it really it must truly hint at, a, at another one. So let's look at the next image here um, and see if we can find something. Uh, Justin, <laughs> Justin's got to move out of the way. Um, so Justin, do you see anything that's like interesting about this movie or about this still? So what we have here is we have a detective, and he uh, he clearly he doesn't like Cletus Cassidy. Uh, who is who becomes Carnage, and uh, and you know we're, he's like reading a newspaper about what's going to happen to him. Does anything stand out in this image? Is like strange or or something like maybe there's a it's clue like a wanted here. poster with Ryan Haley on it. A wanted po- oh I yeah. do see the wanted poster. Yeah, I do see that. <laughs> Um, and then like it, yeah. Jim Carrey or something and it's uh, I'm kind of still oh, blocking it. You're, you're <laughs> right in the upper left. Look at that. What is that? He's got you know like I think, four cheekbones. I think yeah. that well, I think what that might be is the movie poster for chapter 27 where Jared Leto plays Mark David Chapman. That's right. interesting. So mm. so that Delito tells verse. us that in the universe of Venom the film chapter 27 exists. exists that's just that's wild so i mean what could that even mean there so now we know that we have potential roommate for eddie brock michael morbius and we also know that chapter 27 exists in the film okay let's this next one i think might be a little bit easier okay <laughs> so here we have a still of woody harrelson a, a great shot of him as uh cletus cassidy um or whatever his name is who goes on to become carnage and he's imprisoned in a psychiatric facility um and it's set on death row but it does look what is that it looks like in the back uh, Lindsay, do you see something in yeah the back? is he selling perfume in, is jared leto selling perfume in the background <laughs> 
Oh right, I it, I didn't even notice that. So behind in the in the behind Woody Harrelson, maybe he has a visitor coming to visit him. It looks like it could be Jared Leto. So it makes me, you know, raise the question: Is Michael Morbius visiting Carnage in prison before his death sentence? What does that mean? It just raises so many questions. Um, but yeah, okay. So let's let's next one. This next one took me a while because I I knew there was something here. I was in the Morbius forums and I knew there was something here. So Lindsay, do you, so we're looking at the first reveal of Carnage. He's, he's somewhere and it's real dark. So we can barely see shit because that's the way they make movies now. And so Lindsay, do you see it? Is there something, do you notice anything? I can't tell what I'm looking at. I don't know what it is. Anybody, Are there shadows? Are there shadows in the light? Is that what I'm, is that? No. Oh. You're talking about the backlight there. What is? Yeah. Is there something? Oh, you're right. There is something there. The Cody, can we it? enhance? Cody, can we enhance it? Oh, okay. It's, it looks like. It, so stupid. It appears to be Jared Leto dressed like a king for some reason. Wild. Look at that. Yeah, you can barely make it out, but you have to wonder what what's he doing back there and why? What is he doing? What is he and doing? And why is he dressed like a king? Hmm. Mm-hmm. So so many. Mm-hmm. I mean, this this is jam packed. Right, so this is our last one. We yeah. we see Mrs. Chen. You guys obviously don't. You, you haven't. If you haven't seen the film, you don't know. But Mrs. Chen is a delightful reoccurring <laughs> gag. Um, Eddie has a wonderful relationship. We discover in the new movie that she has a relationship with Venom as well. Fantastic. She runs her convenience shop. And I something. I noticed something here. Does anyone see something <laughs> interesting? In the shop that no, maybe this one looks normal to me. Yeah. This one looks normal that no one see anything. That yeah, tiny hand by... behind her head. The tiny oh, there yeah. is a tiny hand. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's so Jared Leto's. You swing hand. by the bodega. You get some. You get some soda pop. What? You get some uh-huh. gum. You said you get a Jared Leto head. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, you're right. Up at the top, we see on the top shelf, hidden next to some <laughs> jars. Is is Jared Leto's fake head that he made when he went to the Met Gala that one time? <laughs> so, so we know oh, the Met wow. Gala exists in the world of Venom Two. This is wow, that's incredible, guys. So yeah, I mean, it, this 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 trailer already feels jam packed with all kinds of Morbius stuff, and I I can't wait to see the rest of this film, because I can only imagine, this is the first trailer too, guys. You think about all the other stuff that's yeah. gonna come through. Um, so it's pretty, wow. pretty exciting for, I think, all of us. Right, Lindsay? Yeah, so, wow, there's one more. Oh, so I was reading. Is that for, is that so, there is one more, James? Is, did you hide a, a Morbius somewhere in our frame? See if you can find Ooh. the Morbius Easter egg hidden somewhere in this image right now. Um, no, and I'll yeah, see, see if you can find it. It's got it. Maybe it's somewhere. But where <laughs> is it? <laughs> I think I may have spotted something. <laughs> um, That's pretty pretty good. But yeah, so you know, it's just really exciting, and I think this is such a great way to drum up some hype. I encourage anyone who hasn't seen the trailer go watch the trailer. But like, honestly, this stuff flies by. I had to frame by frame to catch some of these moments, but they're there. Impressive. Super excited. Yeah, Andy Circus is clearly a, a Morbius fan and wanted to get as much into Venom, Let There Be Carnage, as possible. Um, but that that basically concludes uh, this this week's episode of uh, Mounted for Morbius, guys. Thank you so much. Wow, that was the learning experience. Pretty. Exciting. I learned a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. scared me. <laughs>
Yep. Then there he is. Wow. <laughs> yeah. He was again. And uh, and with that, that brings us to the end of this episode of the Funhouse Podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining me, um, hanging out and chatting, um, helping me spread the word that is Morbius. Um, any any final any final thoughts, guys? Uh, I'm so I glad I got to be here for that. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I learned a lot about Morbius. Um, I still have questions mm-hmm. about cryptocurrency. Okay, but yeah. I don't know. I'll find out from somebody. Yeah, someone's definitely going to tweet us and tell us. Don't worry. If you you misspoke, someone's definitely going to tell us. That's the beauty of the crypto market. It's self-learning. But yeah. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, We have some fun stuff coming up this week, actually. Um, We are doing a live event on Friday. Um, Murder from the Top Rope. It is an an original role-playing murder mystery we're going to be in studio. We're going to have costumes. We're going to have all we're going to be in character doing all kinds of fun stuff. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, make sure to uh, check check out check our social channels, see where you can get your tickets for that cuz it's going to be a super fun thing. We're going to do a Q&A afterwards. They're going to be meet and greets, all kinds of stuff. Um, and uh, and yeah, anything else? What am I what am I forgetting? What's coming up? I'm forgetting. Um I mean, we got a couple of fun videos coming up over the weekend. We played Ranch Simulator, mm-hmm. and there's some really mm-hmm. funny moments in that. Mm-hmm. Um, Hijacker Jack gameplay. And hey. then, you know, the fishing tournament continues on Monday. So yeah, go check full, that out for sure. Yeah, yeah. full ass weekend. Yeah, full ass content. <laughs> full ass content. Um, <laughs> well, thank you, everybody, for watching, listening, and sporting this podcast. We will see you next time. Thanks, guys. Thank y'all. Thank you.